Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal, and I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for TGIF, April 29th, 2022. Since 2017, we've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. We look to do that here every day. We'd always love to hear from you in the comments, and feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com, as well as through all of our social channels, including Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please smash that subscribe button. Following our rundown of today's news and insights, we'll be joined by Paul Peterson. He is the CEO of Next Leaf Solutions. We want to talk to him about their Q1 success in British Columbia and what lies ahead for their global, uh, sorry, for their Glacial Gold brands. This week, we reconvened our monthly retail series thanks to Leafly and Vitrina Group. We tackled all things New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut cannabis retail. If you missed it, fear not. We recorded the entire program, and you can watch it on businessofcannabis.com. Information and links below. In September, we'll be back in New York City for Business of Cannabis New York. Uh, check that out in the information below. Great two-day event uh, where we'll be landing back in New York City. For today's stories, how New Yorkers are finding New Jersey cannabis, BC retailers are suing the province, California is considering cannabis at farmer's markets, and Switzerland is going wreck in a very, very, very small and piloted way. For our first story, New Jersey sold nearly $2 million in cannabis products on its first day of adult use sales, this according to NBC. But according to the New York Times, not too many New Yorkers are rushing across the Hudson to try legal weed just yet. That's because most stores are only accessible by car in the more suburban state, and many in the city, the city, are still rely on public transit, and getting legacy weed delivered to you in New York City is just ridiculously easy. But New York sales are expected to start next fall, according to Tremaine Wright, the chair of the Cannabis Control Board, this according to Syracuse.com. For our second story, 14 Okanagan and Shuswap cannabis retailers in BC, British Columbia, have filed a lawsuit against the province arguing that local authorities are not enforcing provincial laws on First Nations land. This according to Castanet. According to the notice of claim, there have been a concerning number of unlicensed stores operating on reserves and their operators are taking advantage of First Nations sovereignty. The store owners are seeking $40 million in damages, and while the province's community safety units, which enforce cannabis laws, have taken action against more than 70 unlicensed retailers, they haven't brought any action against on-reserve stores, that according to the retailers filing suit. For our third story, a new bill will allow small cannabis cultivators to sell products at licensed events in California, including farmers markets, this and KCRA. Cultivators who grow less than one acre of cannabis would be eligible, and the law is designed to help struggling small businesses in the cannabis industry in that state. Quote, the focus of AB 2691 is to help legal cannabis farmers who grow less than one acre of cannabis get consumer recognition for their unique products. Much has been done for craft beer, artisanal wine, and other family farm agricultural products. This, according to the sponsor of the bill, Assemblymember Jim Wood, in a statement, giving these farmers, small farmer, smaller farmers opportunities to locally approved events to expose the public to their products increases consumer choice and offers farmers a better chance to reach retail shelves, which is their ultimate goal. I would refer all of these people to British Columbia or British Columbia to these people because that would make a big difference there as well. 
For our final story, the Swiss government has approved a pilot project that will trial adult-use cannabis sales in Basel, according to BusinessCam. Despite cannabis sales happening already in the Netherlands and Spain, they aren't fully regulated nor supported by legislation. But the Swiss pilot, scheduled to kick off by late summer, will mark Europe's first regulated adult-use sales. Now, the pilot is really, really limited and will now only allow 400 participants to buy adult-use cannabis from selected pharmacies. The data will be collected to evaluate the success of the project before it is expanded further. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. Eastern with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Coming up on our BFC Live conversation, we connect with Paul Peterson, who is the CEO of Next Leaf Solutions, a BC extraction and product manufacturing company, about their Glacial Gold brand and how their products sold in the first quarter of the year, as well as the future expansion of the brand. This is Paul Peterson. Paul, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jake. Good to see you uh, again. I'm, I'm glad we can. I'd like to check in with you on a fairly regular basis because you guys always have a lot going on at uh, Nextleaf. And tell me how the first quarter went because I see what you guys send me and I like what I see. But tell me what, um, tell me how it's going, especially in the BC market where I know you guys are located. Yeah, Glacier Gold has just passed its uh, first six months in market. And, uh, we're very proud of how the brand has has sold. We took the strategy we want to we want to really own our own backyard and and focus on the on the BC market. So uh, in the first quarter of 2022, Glacier Gold is the number one selling CBD forward vape in BC. We're number two uh, in CBD oil sales by revenue. Number six by uh, one gram vape sales, and I think more importantly, we've outsold. Canopy, Tilray, Aurora, you know, Valens, Medifarms, you know, companies that have raised a hundred times more capital than we've raised. And um, I think, you know, very proud of this team. We've, uh, we've done it by, uh, you know, really focusing as a business over the last five years on building an IP stack that allows us to produce uh, very clean distillate very efficiently and and uh, you know for us uh, you know small overhead I think we've really built a blueprint uh, in Canada on on how to go head to head with the with the biggest companies in the world and how to win in in our key categories and I want to ask you a question about that is it about processes IP and sort of the efficiency of the process and manufacturing is it a bit about focus on the product and, and where those products are hitting the market either geographically or where there's gaps in like skews is it about brand and sort of you know uh bringing in glacial gold which was a, a legacy brand or is it some combination of all of those plus some i have i haven't mentioned i think it's some combination of all those plus you know something that people don't focus on enough is companies that can effectively control costs right and, and that's what we're seeing uh right now across the industry is the companies that got way too big um and, and, and didn't have a very good cost control in place when it comes to product, you know, producing weed and, and products that, that consumers want. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, something that has made Nextleaf very competitive is that our IP allows us to control the cost 
and quality of our ingredients that that uh, we use to manufacture vape pens and, and oils and, and soft gels, which we just announced that we're getting yeah. into. So yeah, sorry, sorry. I want to talk about that. So I just saw you guys are launching soft gels this week, I believe. Tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. Launching it later this summer. Okay. Uh, so we've got we've got a, some launch details forthcoming, but you know, we're very excited. You know, that's a category that we see a lot of disruption in, in the sense that soft gels are a standardized kind of dosage format, uh, you know, you, you make, you, you produce them with distillate. So for us, you know, we feel that we have a competitive advantage in that category, just like we do in vapes, just like we do in oils, because again, we control the, the quality and the price of the ingredients. And uh, I think more importantly, and the, you know, the feedback that we're really proud of, um, whether it's from medical patients and we supply some of the best uh, medical platforms, Mendo and, and the guys at Hybrid Farms, love the feedback from their patients on our vapes and also uh, the feedback from government um, in the, the sense that uh, uh, they've been really surprised with the limited to, to no uh, uh, returns. And, and, and what, what I think that's a factor of is just the quality of the distillate. We've got a lot of IP around uh, removing fats and waxes that cause issues with vape pens plugging. I mean, that's been a huge problem since uh, vapes uh, we're allowed when when companies have uh, you know a massive amount of returns. So I think for us um, we're we're excited because it's a, a way for us to really validate our IP against uh, you know some of the biggest tobacco companies in the world that have got into this space with making investments. Um, and uh, you know I, I think it's a it's a function of we've been a very lean company. We focused on producing. Uh, distilled cannabinoids and all our manufacturings in-house. We've, we've brought together a team of, you know, some of the finest scientists, uh, you know, really world-class PhD chemists, but also we have a great team from the old legacy uh, Glacial Gold team that's, that's come and joined us and, and uh, you know, couldn't be more proud of this group that, you know, what we like to say is Glacial Gold is an authentic brand. Uh, and, and uh, you know, so, so grateful to be on this journey with these guys. And now for us, I mean, you know, focusing on BC, winning that market, I think was really important. It's validated the brand, validated the products. Uh, obviously, Ontario is a, is a much different market. You know, it's a, there's a lot of pay to play with retailers and, and, uh, and obviously there's, has its own dynamics. We're, we're, very excited to go, uh, you know, toe to toe with uh, with the big boys in Ontario. Our, our products launch next week there, and and uh, you know, for us, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to being out there for Lyft and, and really being there for the for the kickoff and getting to getting to meet all the independent uh, retailers out in Ontario. Yeah, well, there's there's more every day. I can tell you that. Uh, well, as more join, some go away, but but it is it is a it is a very dynamic market for sure both on the number of retailers that have opened up probably since last you started meeting them and also sort of uh, with the number of SKUs that are obviously, you know, because you're, you're one of the new ones coming in. And then I wonder if that's, I mean, obviously that's a challenge dynamic, but is it one that like blocking and tackling fundamentals, like all the things that you've done in BC with the team there, like that, that's going to pay dividends, I would imagine in new markets like Ontario as well, because you've done it in a very difficult place to do business, which is BC going to other yeah. difficult places to do business. It seems like you're not, you don't necessarily get your teeth kicked in every, so every single second because you've already had them busted down. 
you know, BC is a hard market. The, uh, the BC NDP doesn't make it easy for, for legal regulated cannabis companies. Uh, you know, they slapped a, a 20% vape tax in that, um, you know, has, has, has made it very difficult and challenging um, for, for legal operators to compete against the illicit market. But, you know, I think what, what we've done here is we built six months of, uh, you know, solid track record. I, I think, uh, you know, certainly some of the other provinces have, have taken notice and, you know, we always looked at if we can if we can go head to head with the biggest, uh, baddest LPs that have unlimited sales and marketing budgets, and we can compete with them on price and quality, and, and more importantly, uh, delight the consumers with a better value uh, uh, product. Uh, then then we can take the brand across the country, and really that's the goal. And you know, for us, we've got some some pretty cool innovations coming out. Um, over the summer, some some product launches that we're very excited about. I think, you know, the team has has done a great job in 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 creating an initial suite. We've got 14 SKUs between vapes and oils, and obviously looking forward to launching soft gels. We think that we're going to disrupt that category as well, and and really taking that same approach. We want to put a put a really high quality product uh, at a at a disruptive price point, and you know, more importantly. Uh, bring value to consumers. There's nothing we can do about the tax, uh, but we, what we can do is is uh, is continue to run a lean operation um, and um, and focus on on putting a quality product out that uh, make retailers and consumers happy. Well, we look forward to seeing you and the team uh, at Lyft in a couple of weeks. Always good to see you uh, when you're in Toronto, and and vice versa when we're in. BC, we look forward to seeing you there. Congratulations on the first quarter in BC. Looking forward to soft gels because I do like soft gels as a format. Very discreet, very discreet. Uh, and, and kudos to you and the team uh, at NextLeaf and, um, and Glacial Gold. Thanks so much, Jay. I really appreciate it. the time. You got it. Talk soon. That was episode 72 of the Cannabis Daily Show. Thank you for joining us on YouTube or wherever you caught the program. And please do subscribe. Have a good weekend. We will see you on Monday.